Thanks for listening to the Campus Collective Podcast. As always, we pray that this resource is a helpful supplement for you as a follower of Jesus and as an active member in your local church. We love God's design for His church, and we believe that this resource could never substitute the incredible things that come from active involvement with a community of believers. Campus Collective is a ministry of Huntington Community Church. To learn more, visit our website at HuntingtonCommunityChurch.com. Hello and welcome back to our podcast, 95 Meditations Through Colossians with Campus Collective. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Callahan. Today I am with my good friend, Tanner Keen. He will be with us all week meditating uh, through Truths 46 through 50. Is that right, Tanner? Yep. Exactly. And so uh, he'll be with us all week. Today's the first day, so I just want to say happy Monday. Tanner, what do you have to share with us today from Colossians? All right. Thanks, Andrew. Um, Today's meditation comes from chapter 2, verse 13. So I'm going to read that first. It says, And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. And so today's truth is just going to focus on uh, the first half of that verse, that we were dead in our trespasses and God made us alive together with Christ. Um, So uh, first I just want to just think about and point out how great of news it is that God didn't uh, send his son to come gather righteous people uh, or to come teach people who were already alive. Now, of course, if he had done that, he wouldn't have found anybody to come gather or teach. He would have just, you know, came and left. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of coming to just gather people who were already righteous, in order to show off his own goodness and his own glory, he chose a people for himself made up of people who were spiritually dead, people who were lost, who were rebels. Um, and he sent Jesus to rescue them. And so this is not a new idea. The idea that um, the people God saves are dead people, um, is seen all throughout uh, Scripture, all throughout the New Testament. Um, I think of Matthew nine twelve, where Jesus says something along the lines of, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Um, or in Romans 5, 8, it, it says how Paul writes about how Christ died for us while we were still sinners. Um, and so we can just see from, from all over Scripture that the objects of God's grace don't have any merit to show for. And uh, to kind of further that, um, God didn't choose people who had been dead at some prior point to their choosing. Um, and then because they at some point like turned from their sin, then decided to make them alive. A dead, a dead person can't give themselves life if mm-hmm. they're already dead. So the people who God chose were dead in their sins at the same time that God chose to save them. When he pursued them, when he chose them, when he saved them, we were dead. Um, and so I just think, um, as, I, as I meditate on that, uh, I just think about like the hope that I have um, when I sin. Like I don't need to despair when I sin because in my sinfulness was the exact state that God chose to save me. He he saves sinners, um, and so his his death then is the death of our sins, uh, and his resurrection is is how he you know he makes us alive. Um, and yeah, so I just I love the idea that it was not people who were already alive or who already had it together, but like people who were presently at that time dead in their sin. Yeah, I mean, it, it even says that Luke, when Luke was on the podcast uh, earlier in the uh, in the series, he went through the verse which says, "You were alienated and hostile in mind uh, prior to the reconciliation of Christ." Mm-hmm. And so this is again even being reiterated just within Colossians: "You were dead." I think it's also famously said, kind of in Ephesians two, mm-hmm. "You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked." And what this really, what you're saying reminds me of Paul when he says also elsewhere in scripture, I boast in my weakness. Hmm. Um, 
And why would we be able to boast in our weakness? What makes weakness something to boast in? Well, it is specifically our weakness which qualifies us for salvation. So we can, yeah. we can, why does the scripture tell us over and over and over and over and over again that we were dead? Um, one, because it's important. Uh, it's true and it is reality. And so the Bible is, you know, one of the things it's best at is being a testimony to what is true and what is real. What is the reality that we don't see perhaps? Um, and the reality is that we are dead. But second off, aside from just the fact that it's reality, is it magnifies the grace of Christ that he didn't just save all right people who were doing pretty good, but he saves dead people. So that magnifies the salvific work of Christ. But third, uh, it enables us to boast in our weakness because that is what in fact qualifies us to be saved to begin with. Now, does that mean that prideful people uh, can't be saved? No, but you cannot repent if you are prideful. You have to lay aside your pride to even repent. And so I can boast that I am weak because Christ saves weak people. And I am okay with accepting the reality that I am weak, that I am dead, that I was alienated and hostile in mind towards God, because it is specifically that type of person that Christ came to save. Now, when Christ right. said he came to save the sick uh, or the not those you know who are already righteous, not the righteous, he wasn't saying that as though they were already righteous people, uh, because those just simply saying that there were people who already thought they were too righteous to need the salvation of Christ. And so that is why we can boast in our weakness. Because one, it's just coming to terms with reality. All people are weak and dead in their sin prior to Christ. And two, it's because this is specifically the type of person that Christ wants. And so I'm going to boast that I am the type of person that Christ came to save. Amen. Yeah. Tanner, I really appreciate this, you know, this first po- this first podcast meditation you shared with us today. It's a great way to kick off your week. I'm excited for what else you have to share with us as we continue through our journey in 95 Meditations through Colossians.